Have you ever wondered how you can build a personal brand? In current context, building a personal brand is what you really need to do to stand out when you're applying to a university, applying for a job, or even just making new friends or finding companions. And in this episode of the Zista podcast, we're going to go a little deeper into this very area. Welcome to the Zista podcast, where we invite industry speakers and academicians to answer questions that students have within a specific area. In today's episode, we're going to be focusing on personal branding. And joining us is Daniel, also known as Dan Ram. He's a five-time TEDx speaker. He's been an entrepreneur and a startup coach, and he really loves igniting innovation. He has a diverse background. He's grown up in over ten countries. and he studied at prestigious universities like Yale and Trinity College. Dan Ram's expertise spans into various industries from the UN all the way to startups. So get ready to be inspired by his motto, start now, start simple. Let's jump straight into the session. Welcome to the show Dan. Thank you for making time for this session. We're absolutely delighted that you're joining us today. You're in Berlin right now if I'm not mistaken. Actually, Abu Dhabi, but that's okay. It's very hard to keep track of me because I travel every two to three days to another city or another country. All right, awesome, awesome. So you know, I'm really happy that we're going deeper into the element of personal branding, and I wanted to ask you uh, something a little bit more basic to start with. Hmm. What is personal branding, and what is the significance of personal branding in today's socially driven world? So I'll say to any student or anybody listening, personal branding is essential. In my opinion, it is non-negotiable. So first, what is it? It is a culmination, a combination of your experiences, your skills, your personality, and your values. It is a representation of who you are. That's your personal branding. Now, why is it important? Because anybody that's going to hire you. Anybody that's going to date you, anybody that's going to befriend you, anybody that wants to connect with you is going to look you up. That is the world we live in, right? So why not put your best self forward intentionally? And personal branding is just the intentional effort to build your online or digital representation. I I like that. You know, uh, I remember listening to one um, speaker who was basically saying something like. uh instead of ambling through life it's really important to set some goals and then you're having a uh, you're living your life more purposefully you're you're living it with certain intention and what you mentioned about personal branding put your best foot forward you know uh you know i I'm, i'm deviating but there was this lovely song that i'd learned in school i went to a jesuit institute and it said something like do what you do do well <laughs> nice that's so true yeah yeah whatever it is so totally in sync with that So let's move to the next one, which is how do you start building your personal brand? You know, and I'm sure when you're doing it, you're about to face some challenges. So any any uh, you know clues on what some of the challenges one may face when they're trying to build their personal brand? So my motto is start now, start simple. Right. I have done some insane things from advising the national policy on the Irish entrepreneurship system to shaking Obama's hand on stage to all kind of things, and it, it may seem impossible unless you know the art of the start and so even something like personal branding may feel like a lot like how do you compete with kim kardashian 
how do you compete with Mbappe? How do you compete with Messi? I mean, they've got all of the online attention. Well, you start now and start simple. So here are, let's go with three easy practical steps on how to start your personal branding. So number one, you got to know who you are. That's the hardest part. Most of us are just getting through life. We don't have time to have a big existential, introspective, you know, retreat for four years to discover yourself in a monk monastery. So let's break that down as well. Who are you? It's basically what excites you, what drains you, uh, what do you think most about during the day? What do you imagine of yourself? This is a start to who you are. So first you figure that out. Second, you figure out your niche audience. Now this is important because who you are may not relate to everybody. Right. And you may find very poor returns on social media, for example, if you try to represent who you are to everyone from your grandma to your principal to the prime minister to a friend in Australia. It's too diverse. So find out which niche audience needs you and focus on that. And number three is optimize. It actually doesn't matter if you choose one platform, say, I know TikTok is banned in India, so let's choose uh, YouTube Shorts. Right now, that's growing very rapidly. Absolutely. So either go deep and just optimize on that. Create your content in, let me pull my phone out, in this format, not this format, right? YouTube used to be this way. Now it's this way for the YouTube Shorts. So sure. create in this format, use the editing tools within YouTube and optimize. Or go wide, which is what a lot of larger creators do, which is you have something for YouTube, something for LinkedIn, something for Instagram, something for TikTok, something for Twitter, and you optimize. Whatever it is, whatever resource you have, optimize. You mentioned this earlier, Amit, but do the best with what you got. You don't have to wait till you have a high-definition camera. You don't have to wait till you have a content team. You don't have to wait till you are a first-class writer in order to create the perfect blog. Just start now, start simple. These are your three practical tips on how to start your personal brand. That's really rock solid advice. And I would think, you know, for students, things have become a lot simpler now. Thanks to generative AI, you have like, say, an AI assistant that can work side by side with you yeah. to maybe polish up some of the text element, you know, that may go along with your content. So you could say, you know, give me a brief intro for this or help me polish something in that area. And, you know, ChatGPT could kind of definitely jump in and help you along the way. Were these okay. questions provided by ChatGPT? No, not, uh, not at all. <laughs> but that's a good one. <laughs> For a second, I was like, what? Uh, no, it's not like that. <laughs> all right. As a team, what we do is we, we you know, take a look at a topic and then we think about what are some of the questions we want to ask our guest speakers, right? Sure. And we, we frame them in a logical order. So that's how we approach it. Okay. Super. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so Dan, I wanted to ask you, you know, uh, how do you keep your personal brand fresh and relevant in the fast changing and competitive environment that we usually find ourselves in, you know? I'm currently doing a PhD at a university in Germany. It's a yeah. university called RWTH, which is in Aachen, on the westernmost uh, border of Germany. Okay. And my topic is adaptability. The son of an Indian diplomat. So I'm Indian. I have an Indian passport. Only my accent is not Indian. But sure. I, I am Indian and I've been representing the country for what, 18 years before I went to college. And we had to move country to country every two to three years. That, that was my dad's job, representing India in different countries, in Africa and the Middle East, Europe and Asia. And each place I learned 
how to adapt. And right. I think it's the same thing with social media, with AI, metaverse, blockchain, like with anything that is new, it's an, it's a tough balance between bringing who you are, what you know, but also being open-minded to what is new. Right. So specific to personal branding, it doesn't mean completely starting from zero every time, but it means taking what you have and then adapting to the new opportunities. So initially, six years ago when I started on social media, I used to create three to four minute videos on right. YouTube, this format, because that's what everyone was watching. And then as the formats got shorter and shorter into 60 seconds, it was an opportunity for me to learn how do I take a long message and make it shorter? So this is why mm -hmm. people ask me, how do you start with personal branding? This is something I teach at a university, right? This is something I would traditionally spend about four or five hours coaching people through and doing workshops. But I was able to give you an answer about four to five minutes. And this is the beauty of also adapting is you learn new skills. What is the core message and how do you bring it fast? Also, I would usually start with things like, hey, my name is Dan. Today, I'm in Abu Dhabi. But no one has that attention anymore. And so now what I start with is, wait, I need to put some battery on here. Now what I start with is you don't want to miss out, right? Because it's all about attention grabbing and right. some, like, the one thing that is going to change your life. Personal branding. And so everything is changing, evolving. And I think it's just a mix of bring what you know, bring who you are, same personality, same guy, just new formats, new ways of doing it. So pay attention to what is new. Try what is new. This is process and entrepreneurship called iteration. So you just iterate and iterate. You, you, you take what's working and you switch what's not and you just keep discovering. And then I'd say the last thing, and, and this is an important one, I think it's the hardest one, especially for Indian listeners, is don't stop at copying or imitating. At some point, right. you got to own it. So you pay attention, you iterate, and then you own it. Because whatever it is that you create must feel, sound, smell, taste, look like you, and not a cheap imitation of someone else. I, I really like that. You know, uh, a few, uh, uh, some time ago, you know, we had a podcast session with a gentleman called Nikhil D'Souza. So he's a really successful indie artist in India. And, you know, we were talking to him about how do you uh, carve a niche for yourself as an independent, uh, you know, musician. And he said that when you're in that journey of learning, maybe what you could do is you could start imitating some of the great artists out there, just from the point of view of learning. But you can't be stuck in a rut. You can't keep doing that. At some point, you have to break through, find your own voice, find your own unique style, and let that shine, you know. And don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Utilize all the tools. So what he said back then and what you're saying right now, uh, I, I can definitely see, you know, uh, uh, you know, commonality or a common thread running through this. So thanks for that, Dan. It really, really helped. Now, a lot of the students who tune into our podcast are actually people who are, say, applying to get into a college or a university. And as you can imagine, uh, they have, you know, a, a popular university has applications pouring in from multiple parts of the world. So if, is, if I, as a student, want to stand out and highlight my personal brand, I know it's a slightly tough one, but if you could maybe give us a few pointers on this, it would really help. Well, let's make it easy. Why keep okay. it tough? Okay. I'll, I'll put the hardest, but to me, probably the most valuable one thing to stand out. Sure. Be different. Okay. That is it. But it's hard. 
because I think we're wired to fit in. We're mm -hmm. wired to not stand out. We're wired to be in the comfort zone. But the one thing that has helped me, which is easy to celebrate when you have success and harder to do when you're in the process is being right. different. So for example, I should not have the career that I have. So for those who do not know me, I'm a professional event MC and speaker. I should not have this career. I do not have a communications degree. I do not have a communications degree. I am not an A-star English student. In fact, it was one of the harder subjects I had in school. I am not so big on reading or writing. I love studying and I'm a nerd, but not to the extent that is required to host tech conferences. But more importantly, I'm an Indian living in Europe. If you know anything about visas and paperwork and all of that, just being in the country is a challenge, let alone being invited to participate in these events, let alone being the face of these events. So when I am the moderator, or in India is often known as the anchor, I am the face, the brand of a client. So when BMW hires me, I am the face of BMW. Right. What is the connection between my face and BMW? Nothing. So it really should not work, except that I have learned to own my difference. In the early days, this was hard. I mentioned earlier that I'm the son of an Indian diplomat. So growing up with British accent at times and Indian accent at times with Indian clothes and Indian food, all of that was challenging to fit in in my very diverse classrooms. Sure. And, and so I always felt different right away. And I worked hard to try to fit in. I tried to have the accent the other people had. I tried to wear the clothes the other people had. I tried to have the passions and hobbies others had. And I think at some point, now 16, 17, 18, I just learned to like, this is me. So for example, I love playing the piano. In a big band, the piano is in the back. Now I tried and I'm pretty decent at playing the saxophone and something that you play at the front. Really, my happy spot is in the back. And I've learned that that's okay. Not everybody has to be in the front. Um, I, for example, I, still don't drink. <laughs> I don't smoke. I don't do these adult things other people do. I live in Germany, which is a drinking heavy society. I lived in Ireland, which is a drinking heavy society. I have no interest in that. I love go-karting. I love playing sports. Uh, I love being outdoors and going on adventures. And I've now created a career where I'm flying every three to four days having these adventures. I've just learned to be different and to own it. And it's really opened the world for me. I'm giving that example just to let you know I am a very ordinary person that dared to stick to my lane, to be myself. The word that they say is being unique. But what comes of being unique and authentic is being different. And you gotta be comfortable with that. So my advice to you, whoever is listening, is represent who you are and do not play the game. So if you think that the university is asking a question of, for example, how did you uh, deal with this conflict or this, uh, you know, this problem? Don't give them the answer. Give them your answer. The best you can do is represent who you are. Uh, if you think the university is looking for just A's and you don't have A or whatever the top grade is, that's okay. If you're a very good musician, talk about that. It doesn't matter what society, your parents or your family may say about your artistry or your passion for music. Represent you. That's the best thing that you can do. That's at work. That's at college. That's with your friend circle. Be yourself. So. That was a very, very long answer. I apologize for that. But I think this is more of a mindset thing and not a practical thing. The best way when applying to universities, colleges, jobs is not about playing the game or the formula 
those things also exist. You can go to Google for that. First sure. thing you got to do is be you and be comfortable being you because anyone in HR, anyone who's do, reading these applications, including myself, so I, I'm one of the recruiters for Yale University, which is my bachelor's. Um, and so we can tell through someone who is just playing the game, you know, just giving the answers that they think will impress us and those who just say, this is who I am. These are my passions. This is how I spend my time. This is what excites me. This is what drains me. Uh, this is a milestone in my life that positively affected me. This is a negative thing that also affected me and changed me. And this is just my story. And I go, amazing. This is a person that knows themselves. They're ready for the next level. So that would be my response on that. That was really awesome. I think uh, what you said, uh, you know, I think in, in so many ways is inspirational because you're actually saying, be yourself, be genuine. Uh, and I think... Uh, there are a lot of students out there that when they hear you say what you're saying, they I hope they imbibe it and I hope they practice it because many times when people are trying to play the game, they think they're not going to get caught or they think, ah, I've given an appropriate response, an appropriate uh, statement of purpose. But as you said, uh, people on the other side of the table know you're playing the game and therefore the more you are yourself, the more unique you are, uh, and not being afraid to kind of be different. I think that's so important. So thanks for that, Dan. Uh, so Dan, I wanted to ask you one more question about, uh, let's say I'm someone who is building my personal brand. How would I measure the impact or success uh, in that endeavor? There are many ways to do it, but the one that I probably find the most fulfilling is engagement. So you can measure growth through views, through likes, through comments, through shares, through saves, right? These are some of the various options available to an audience member. You can measure it through, you know, partnerships, sponsorships, and they're all valid. All of them. All of those do measure growth. But the one that I find fulfilling is engagement because I have always seen social media as a conversation. Some people see it as a marketplace, and that's okay. Go sell your stuff there. Some people see it as a billboard to make announcements. Hey, I got a new baby. Yeah, I got married. That's okay. Do that too. But for me, I've just really enjoyed using it as conversation. So the one that I measure is engagement. I see how much dialogue am I creating? I'm seeing the videos. Does it spark questions? Uh, do people then go in my DMs and send me a message saying, hey, watch your video and have a question about this. Have a thought. Or can you help me with that? I measure impact. I love, I'm not going to lie to you, Amit. I would love if one of the listeners of this podcast writes in and says, hey, Dan, I listened to your podcast and you talked about being different. This is who I am. How do you think I should do that? I love that. That's the, to me, that is the only reason I'm on this podcast, right? I know my contents. I don't need another platform to talk about it. The only reason I'm doing it is to create a conversation. Right now, I'm enjoying one with you, Amit, and I hope in the future with your audience members. And so, this is, to me, what I'm measuring is, right. are the words, the messages, who I am, is it transferring to the other person? And is their life a little bit better in some way because of that? And that's the content. So, yes, I love my cars, but you don't really see much content about that because I don't know what that, it doesn't really start a conversation except maybe, wow, but what's that? On the other hand, I love this conversation about personal branding because what I'd love more is someone saying, you know what, Dan? I dared to do that. And in my interview, I gave the answer that scared me. That's the one that they seem to like. And they dug more into it. And I go, good. Press into that. 
or vice versa, saying, actually, that didn't work out. What did I do wrong, Dad? Help me with it, because I think your advice is right, but I didn't seem to get it. That's good. To me, this is real growth. Bang on. Engagement is something that is so important. And I think, uh, you know, even the algorithms in social media tend to uh, award engagement. So it's not just about the views, but how engaging your content is, how many, you know, uh, likes and shares it's got, but beyond just say the likes and, and, and you know, uh, the follows that you may get, it's that real traction, you know, uh, the conversations. And, you know, when you talked about, you know, social being, uh, social media being a marketplace, in my mind, you know, I, I'm thinking that's w what we are at the end of the day, right? We're social beings. And uh, if, you're, if you can just imagine in your mind's eye, you know, an old marketplace somewhere in Egypt where people are coming from different parts of the world, trading the goods that they've got. And that marketplace was buzzing with conversations, right? And that marketplace is that's where it actually started, right? You know, where the, you had these trading grounds and uh, it's all about fantastic conversations in the market. And that has actually kind of moved online, uh, you know, so it's it's really amazing to see how as a, a race we've kind of adapted to having these conversations online versus, you know, uh, you know, in a traditional market, which is more confined geographically. Sorry, I, I went off tangent there. <laughs> no, but, but let I me agree. come back, uh, you know, let me come back, Dan, and ask you, say, the last question I wanted to ask you for this one is, you know, you've always advocated, you know, being consistent is really important. Consistency yeah. is the key. Yeah. But what more could you tell our viewers about the essential do's they should practice to build and sustain a successful personal brand? Mm, that's a good question. I'm going to pick up on your word consistency because probably is... So I'm previously before being a moderator and I think my spirit is to be an entrepreneur. And often there's questions on like, what's the difference between a successful and a failed entrepreneur. And I often think it's just those who are consistent, those who persevere. The difference is just the one that does not stop and keeps going, right? They are the ones that win. And everyone else, I guess the obvious answer is they fail. The day you stop is the day you fail. And I think it's the same for social media. I think it's the same for going for the university that you want, getting the education that you want, getting the job that you want, getting the person that you want, living the life that you want. It's about just kind of persevere and you gotta be consistent with it. And that's the hardest because you don't wake up every day thinking, oh, I'm going to create some content. Da, 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 da. You don't wake up every day in the mood to be creative with these things. But you just got to do it almost like discipline, right? I think consistency and discipline are hand in hand. It's not just about following your feelings, following the trends, following the moods. But it's just about doing it because you got to do it. So consistency. I love that word, Amit. I'm sticking to that one. Second, I'd say with personal branding uh, in particular, you know, Creativity goes a long way because it is an art to some extent. Uh, there are other ways that you can build your personal brand um, and maybe those are less creative. But for me, especially with social media, I think it's about storytelling. And so learn to tell good stories. And that's really about creativity. Uh, I would say the trap with social media is that you're so busy focusing on growth and engagement that you may lose yourself. And so... Third thing that I would say is be authentic, like have regular check-ins. For example, I create multiple stories every single day on Instagram all the time. It doesn't matter if I'm on a plane or in a hotel or on stage or with someone famous. I'm always creating content, always. And then if, about two weeks ago, I just thought I haven't had a break mentally from creating. It's almost like I live for myself and for my online audience. 
And so I just decided, okay, in a, in a few days, I'm just going to take a break from Instagram. And I've done that. It's been wonderful. And that's just, for me, a chance to find myself. Can I enjoy a cup of coffee without documenting it? Can I enjoy a conversation with someone without summarizing it for my online audience? Can I just be me? And so I think regularly, you should check in and say, does this represent me? So to the start of the podcast, personal branding is a combination of your values, experiences, skills. It's not someone else's. And so I think that being authentic is super, super important. And I'd say the last thing I would add in is have fun with it. Uh, when it feels like a job, when it feels like something that is causing mental health issues and anxiety, ugly comparison and stuff, drop it. It's not that important. What's most important is is, is you uh, and, and you being okay. So always make sure you're having fun with it. As long as you're learning something, trying something, stepping out of the comfort zone, growing through it, good. That's all fun. Uh, but as soon as it becomes, why is the other person more popular than I am? Maybe no one cares about me or loves me. Uh, maybe I'm not good enough. No. Do not try to find those answers in social media. They will never give you those. Quit social media, quit personal branding, and focus on self. So I'd say have fun with it because it is a whole lot of fun. And I, you mentioned this on this uh, previously in your slight detour, which I actually love, is the world is huge. The options are huge. And never before you have tools like AI that is free and available to enhance your abilities. You have tools like social media, which is free and accessible to enhance your reach. Never before. So when people said the world is yours to grab, that was true with a lot of limitations in the past. But a lot of those limitations are gone. And so embrace it, have fun with it, be excited about it, be optimistic, be hopeful. And I think a lot of good stuff can come from it. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that. I think you really summarized it well. And, uh, you know, I, I want to kind of express deep gratitude to you for making time for this session. Really appreciate it. Hosting you, having this really nice discussion and conversation here. So thanks for that, Dan. And I want to say thank you to the audience for listening. I appreciate you giving us the last 15, 20 minutes of your life. I hope something in today's conversation was beneficial. Reach out to Amit, research to myself, if we could help in any way. And Amit, thank you for the labor of love that you put into this. Because this is the fun part, right? Uh, recording it. And then you got all the editing and transcribing and everything else. So thank you for uh, putting the work to make this accessible to your listeners and your audience. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much. Wow. What an amazing session. I really enjoyed the conversation with Dan and he really shared some good advice on what you can do to build your personal brand. I think some of the inputs that he shared were applicable for students, but also for creators, people who are trying to build an audience on social media and create good, meaningful content that really clicks. Stay tuned for the next episode. Dan's going to be coming back and he's going to be talking about why communication skills are essential and how you can use communication skills to leverage your personal branding. I hope you enjoyed this content. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Follow us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast and Spotify. Our handle is the Zista Podcast. Till we meet again, we'd say stay curious. Stay curious.